welcome back to Marriage Sensation. We're a marriage ministry located out of our church, New Life at Calvary on East 79th and Euclid Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Walter Glenn. And I'm Katie Glenn. And we're delighted to have you back with us. Hey, today we're going to talk about 10 ways that our marriages can be supported by our spouse. And so we're only going to go through five today. We'll do five this week and we'll do five next week. So don't say, oh my God, not 10. So <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go through five one week and five the following week. But before we continue, let's pray. Holy God, we thank you for this time together as couples. We pray for any couple out there that uh, would be viewing this uh, message in, in this video. And we ask, Lord, that... Uh, this message would be fruitful and it would find uh, favor with these couples. Yes. We ask that as we apply it to our own marriage, that we would be victorious in our marriage. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. So Amen. we're going to start out. Katie's going to give you a little brief, a brief uh, description about uh, what we're talking about today. And then we'll go into some uh, personal scenarios and some biblical scenarios. Okay. Um, in any romantic relationship, especially a marriage relationship, supporting each other is critical. Amen. And that's what our message is going to be today about supporting each other. And we found research that shows that having a supportive partner can lead to more relationship satisfaction. Absolutely. And so, you know, we're here to talk about how we can support each other and you know, during good times, during even during bad times, you know, supporting each other is critical to especially during bad times, right? Especially during the bad times. So we talked about uh, ten ways we're going to do five today, and the first one is practice active listening. Okay. Okay. With active listening, it means that you are in completely engaged and focused on what your partner is saying, and you're not distracted by anything, you're sitting there talking to your, listening to your, your spouse, and you are making eye contact, and you are truly listening to what they're saying. And then some, some steps to that are, um, you know, watch your body language, make sure that you're fully engaged, you know, you're, you're leaning forward, like you're, you're, you're listening to yeah, what you, your you're all in, saying. I mean, right, you're all you're in all this. all in, right, right. Um, you know, uh, respond to any questions they have, or like, are you hearing, you know, what I'm saying? And you could respond back, you know, let me give you back what you just said. A little to make sure, A little summary. To make sure that I'm on track with what you're saying, that I'm understanding uh, exactly what you're saying. So it's, it's uh, important to kind of summarize what your spouse is saying so that they know that you truly are listening. Um, we don't interrupt while they're talking, you know, even to, you can wait until the, the end of the conversation to ask a question because right. you don't want to, to lose that focus. Um, and then uh, determine which is the best way to, to, to respond. Uh, do you want, do you think your spouse wants advice or do they just want to vent? And so I think that's a very important thing. It's like, I don't, you know, and I know that men love to help. <laughs> they love to solve your problems. But sometimes you, you don't want your problem solved. You just want to, to say what happened during that day. And then if you want their advice, you can just ask them, you know, what do you think about this? What do you, you know, what's your opinion? What should I have done or anything like that? 
but um, and be open and honest in your your response to what your your spouse is saying, and um, you know, be respectful in your replies and opinions about the, the situation, and then don't judge them for what they have to say. Okay, you know, that's a big you, one. That, that's a big one because you're not in that situation. That person, your spouse is, and they really know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and I would add a few things here too. Mm -hmm. I, I like the word when you said respect. I think active listening is a sign of respect. Yes. It's just a sign that, hey, I am respecting what you have to say. I am valuing what you have exactly. to say. Exactly, yeah. I'm not belittling it or making light of it it is important to me to hear what you have to say mm -hmm. and to respond appropriately as you said uh, men are fixers sometimes generally speaking now I'm just generally speaking um, and we like to tend to like to fix things uh, however uh, that's not always beneficial you don't want to fix sometimes you want right. hey I just want to tell you this get it off my chest right. and I just want you to hear it and and it's good for you just to say, I don't need a fix right now. Right. I just need you to hear it. And this. you should begin that conversation like <laughs> that because if you don't, your your spouse is already trying to think of ways to, to help yeah. to help and to fix the situation so that you don't have to worry about right. it. Right. So and we don't just want say it right up front. We don't want it to lead to more confusion. So just right, exactly. clarify what your needs are mm -hmm. going into that or what I need to clarify what my needs are right. going to well when was the time when you needed something to be uh, your some spousal support when you needed some support uh, from it, me it was probably when I was working and so when you're working in an office with different people and, and, and different supervisors and stuff like that it can you know you can run into a lot of shaky uh, situations and I, I just remember um, wanting your, uh, I think I wanted your advice mm -hmm. on this one. So I, you know, I began the conversation with, you know, I really want your opinion about what, what I should have done or what I can do in mm -hmm. the future for this particular situation. And when he heard that, you know, he didn't really, I, I needed to help with fixing. I mean, it was just perfect. Yeah. And, you know, you gave me that information. And then there have been times when I said, you know, I'm just venting. I just want you to, to hear me out because I know I know what I'm going to do, and so you know you start your conversation like that. Mm -hmm. You know exactly where you are mm -hmm. in the conversation. Clarity so, is important. Yeah. I think, How about you? I think for me, uh, it was a time when uh, I started my start my eyesight actually started to fail, and I was no longer able to do all the things that I was able to do before. I was mm -hmm. uh, able to do a whole lot of things. Uh, you know, I had a, I had a professional driving career, and uh, I sort of had that went by the wayside, and, and I had to change careers in midstream, and I went to uh, work at a school I'd never done that before, and I needed a lot of support. I needed a lot of a good encouragement from you, mm -hmm. and I just needed to know that I had a spouse that was behind me 100%, right. and that was going to be supportive, and hey, we're going to get through this. Everything's going to be all right. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. I had teenage girls at the time, and so uh, we had teenage girls at the time. And uh, it was just a matter of having your spousal support right. that made the difference, your mm -hmm. encouragement. Uh, in the Bible, we have two characters uh, that um, needed each other's support. Uh, one was named David. He became King David. 
and the other one was named Jonathan. Jonathan was the son of Saul, who was the current king. Saul was the reigning, he was the current king. David was the king in waiting. And so uh, these two, Jonathan, who was Saul's son, they made a, a covenant together. Jonathan made a covenant with David, and you can find that information or that verse, uh, that, uh, that text of scripture in 1 Samuel, and even some spills over into 2 Samuel. And it talks about how they, and, and David would dramatically need Jonathan's support as time went on. As Saul became more and more envious of David and jealous, and he actually tried to kill him, and right. David went on to run. He had to flee from Saul, and it was Jonathan, Saul's own son, who really tipped David off to some things and helped David through some situations and encouraged him. And so we all, I don't care who you are, I don't care who right. you and, are and out whatever there. Whatever relationship, you know, it's just, it doesn't have just a marital doesn't have relationship. doesn't have to be spousal, no. Right, right. Your kids are going to need support. They're yeah. going to need, every everybody on this planet will at one point or another need some support from somebody, whether it's to get a job, to keep that job, uh -huh. to grow in a job, uh, whatever it is, you're going to need it. So I, I love right. your point number one. Now what about point number two? Number two is be more aware of your overreactions. And that's just how you respond to what your, your spouse is saying. Um, you know, most times when something comes up, we jump to conclusions and assume you, you know how to help. And But it can add more stress and leave your partner feeling overwhelmed if you just kind of uh, jump in and, you know, jump to conclusions that, well, you know, we probably say something like, well, what did you do? And da-da-da, you know, you go on in, in that kind of regard and it's just can be just overwhelming for your spouse. But um, while you're doing that, you're basically telling your spouse that I know better than you. I know how to handle this. You don't know how to handle this, so I'm just going to tell you what, because uh, I'm better equipped at this situation or whatever, so I can tell you what you do. But what you should be doing is um, empowering your spouse to take care of themselves, take care of that uh, situation in their own life. It's, it's not your job to... Um, tell them how to do it, but uh, rather be by their side support, and, have, and yeah. support them and encourage them every step of the way. Well, the thing I learned early on in my marriage, uh, and we've been married uh, 34 years, uh, we dated for about two years before we got married, so about 30, in this 36 year relationship, is that I cannot support you at the level that any human being would need supported. Now, I can be mm -hmm. there for you uh, for a lot of things, but only God can be that right. ultimate support. Uh, it is far too much pressure to put on myself or to expect, or for you to expect me to always be there to support when in fact I may be deficient in that area or, or, right. or not knowledgeable. So it's God who is the ultimate supporter. He's the ultimate, He God is the one that is the source of our strength and supply. Exactly. So Thank you, Lord. take the pressure off yourselves and really lean on God during those times of difficulty and even time in great times mm -hmm. when you're going through phenomenal times and we've and gone through a lot God of those. And, and, and thank him for what he's done for us. Amen. Uh, the right. support issue is one that, you know, we, we can never adequately support another person. So we do need God's help in that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number three is love them for who they are. Mm -hmm. you no, know, you can't change a person. You know, don't go and think, oh, I can change this person to, to be whatever. 
But just remember the reasons why you fell in love. Those are the, uh, the qualities that you want to focus on. You know, tell them what you appreciate about them, what their special qualities are. Um, the, uh, you know, you, we want to love them when they're in their highest highs and when they're in their lowest lows. Yes. And so just, you know, just love them for who they are. But be there, be supportive for them, you know, when a situation comes up. That's what you, you, you can do. Just love them unconditionally. Yeah, I think that's where people feel their most support. When mm -hmm. you can be your authentic, real self. Now, it's not to say that God doesn't need to change some areas in, in a person's right. personal behavior right. or yeah. bad habits or things like that. But it does say that I can be who I am and feel secure in that with you. Right. That And know that I'm being supported in who I am. Mm -hmm. in, in, in the the me that is mm -hmm. truly me and I don't have to be someone else I don't right. have to be fake I don't have to be uh, right. <laughs> someone that uh, my our our Katie's grandmother used to always say don't don't try to be somebody you're not uh, <laughs> and uh, that was profound advice uh, about not being somebody that you're really not I mean trying to be uh, a person that uh, is projecting imagery or images mm -hmm. and, and you know this is not you and so it is good to be able to be yourself. And to have someone accept you right. for who you are, that is so supportive to me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, man, you talk about a, a, a 10, that's a home run when right. you can feel <laughs> that feeling every day that, hey, I, I, I'm accepted. Yes, praise God. Number four is work on yourself. Ooh. I said earlier that you know you can't change your spouse, but you can change yourself. You can. You know, any behaviors that you have that are, are not encouraging, you can work on that. You can be intentional about changing your behaviors or your attitudes. And, you know, working on the best version of yourself helps you to be the best partner possible. So yeah. we, you know, we all need to tweak a little things in our personalities and <laughs> behaviors and stuff. So that's a, a, a very good tip. Well, to work on yourself. It's hard to help people when you're messed up. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, it's like exactly. when I'm really messed up, it's hard for me to help you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can try, but right. uh, it's better for me to get my help. You know, I, I always think about when we fly, <laughs> when you're on the plane and the flight attendants are going through the pre-flight instructions. They say, now, in the event that we lose cabin pressure, now that right away gets me worked up. Like, uh, okay, uh, yeah. why would that happen, you know? Uh, but in the event we lose cabin pressure, they said, your mask will drop down. They said, don't try to help anybody else first. Put your mask on first. Then you can help, well, other, can people. help other people. You can help the person next to you. So get yourself, and, 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 and sometimes folks would say, well, that's kind of selfish. That's not selfish. It's good to help you at that point so that you can help others. Right. And so right. that's a good rule in, mm -hmm. in flying. And so, and that's the premise of, of what you're saying there. Right. You know, we need help. We, I need to be healthy to help you. You need to be as healthy as you can to help me. Right, exactly. And then once we have that health, together then mm -hmm. we can help each other right and help exactly. the people around us it's, exactly. a, it's an overflow it's, yeah it is it's like anything else uh it's an, uh, it's an overflow of, a, of an abundance and that's when it flows out to other folks right exactly and uh the last one for this week is be more empathetic and i truly believe that i've always i've always been a little um judgmental about 
people and situations and things like that. But then I learned, you know, through uh, God's grace and, and reading the word, is that you need to try to walk in somebody else's shoes. Because if, if you haven't been in that situation, you really don't know what it feels like and how, you know, it makes you feel and, and your behavior. But if you are intentional about, you know, let me just kind of try and see you know, where the, my spouse is coming from. If I walk in his mm -hmm. shoes and I have an idea of really what he's battling against or what he's up against, and, um, you know, it, it, if you, you practice more of this, it'll um, show not only respect for your partner, but it helps you to, to feel more connected. Because now I'm trying to truly understand what you're going through. It will and it'll make that connection and make that being one, again, you know, a part of your marriage. Yeah, I think that when we talk about empathy, we talk about, uh, you, you mentioned the word connection, but it also mm -hmm. means, for me, it means someone knowing you intimately, someone right. really knowing you that where they can they can almost they can feel when something's wrong with mm -hmm. you uh, they can mm -hmm. feel they can look right. at you they can l tell by your voice they can tell by your mannerisms that mm -hmm. something is not quite right. right and that's when the empathy kicks in and you you know what's wrong what's going on here let's let's talk about this uh i think too it helps uh for me now personally it just helps for me to understand a person's backstory Right. Uh, when I understand a backstory uh, of how the person arrived at where right, they're at right exactly. now, what brought them to that point, it helps me to have great empathy for them because you hear somebody, you hear some people's stories, and you go, "Wow, that right. was really that's inspirational that they're even where they're at." You know, right, and exactly. you might be thinking, yeah, "Boy, uh, they've got some ground to cover. They need to get they, they need to do some things a little bit better." But when you hear their backstory, you see they have come a long way already. Right. And so it, the empathy means I'm just going to put myself in that person's shoes. I'm going to walk with them. I'm going to mm -hmm. I'm going to be concerned as if that were happening to me, as if that was my situation, as if that pain were my pain and that victory was my victory. And when you when you see your spouse trying to do that, it increases the trust you have between the two of you. Yeah. Because you can see this person is really trying to understand my situation. Mm -hmm. And so that just increases that connection and it increases trust. Yeah, it goes back to that first point you made about being engaged. Uh, right. That, that you're really engaged. When you can get to the point of empathy with mm -hmm. each other, uh, you're really engaged. You, you kind of have a your finger right on the pulse of what's right. going on in your marriage and mm -hmm. in our marriages. And that's really important. So... As we, we've done five, we're going to do five more next week. And mm -hmm. I think that next week's are a little more, they're, 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 they get pretty, it gets more exciting. So right. let's talk, let, anything you want to sort of uh, close out this session with, my dear? Yeah, just to remind you to practice the list, listening skills. Because I know I have a, a, a weakness there and I get so easily distracted, but be intentional about the next conversation that you have with your spouse, that I am truly listening. I am focused. I'm not going to let anything distract me. 
because I want to hear what my spouse has to say. Yeah, it's, it's tough when we uh, zone out in right. conversations right. and the person, and, uh-huh, what, what'd you say? And uh, right. um, what was that? And you know, Or you give an answer that clearly didn't fit the question. Right. <laughs> it's like, okay, they were listening. Right. And that, that's very discouraging and mm-hmm. it, it leads to some anger and some frustration. Right. Uh, I think that that first skill is a is a is a definite good one to exactly. practice for this week. That'll be this week's objective to practice that listening skill to actually hear what our spouse is saying and right. maybe to give some feedback and say, "I, mm-hmm. I hear you saying, is this what right. I hear you saying?" and be right. more uh, specific in trying to uh, hit the nail on the head, uh, right. hit the bullseye with that one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, I think that. Uh, as I said, we've covered five today. We'll cover five more next week. So what we want for you as couples is for your marriage to be sensational. Sin-